This podcast and its parent website are supported by its listeners and readers. If you enjoy what you hear and read at Ride or Die, please consider supporting our continued creation at patreon.com slash ride or die. Gentlemen, what is it going on here now? <laughs> uh, this is the banter. <laughs> uh, you know how much I... I'm feeling pretty good today. I uh, had a pretty good day today. I'm ready to dive into some of these beers that yeah. we have going on. Yeah, I'm fe- myself, I'm feeling a little under the weather, so I apologize oh, as that comes across. Uh, I'll try and hype it up. Um, but yeah, this this week's episode, not unofficially brought to you by... Not, not, not unofficially. Not unofficially. It's not that they're not unofficially. <laughs> not officially brought to you by... Uh, Alpine Beer Company's Hoppy Birthday, um, 5.3%. They're out of San Diego, it says. Um, San Diego. Gentlemen? Ah, yes. Cheers, cheers. Um, just before we get started here, I did want to mention that we are, as we kind of get rolling with this Ride or Die podcast thing, as we're kind of starting to roll through, getting some more posts and stuff up on Ride or Die dot net um we are also working on getting a patreon page going so in the relatively near future if you like what we're doing um you're gonna be able to support us on patreon and we're kind of coming up with some cool ideas for uh our pledge goals and for the rewards that are going to go along with those pledge goals got some cool ideas cooking and uh some of them involve hanging out with us at bars and some of them involve some other stuff. We don't want you just like willy nilly throwing your scratch around. Uh, you know, we want to we want there to be a little bit of a, a benefit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be a little uh, little quid pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is there gonna be quid pro quo? I mean, I guess like if if pro you can't, if 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 a normal financial transaction is considered quid pro quid pro quo, I, I mean, I think so. That's fair. Fair enough. That's fair fair, enough. Enough. fair cool. enough. Cool. Fair enough. So, Alpine, what is it? Hoppy birthday? Right? Hoppy birthday. Hoppy birthday, yeah. It's a little pale ale. Uh, not as hoppy as I would expect. I have to say that I expected, Chris, you to be very upset with the notion of a beer that on the label has a, a pun. pun. Yeah. I don't really like it. Yeah, you knew where I was going. I, when I grabbed it, <clears throat> truthfully, I, I, it, was my, it was my day to go get the beers. <laughs> I thought it was happy birthday. And, um, you really you misread it yeah and, and when we were getting ready to do it I saw it was happy birthday and I was a little disappointed did you know that it was an IPA at least it's not an IPA is it? Yeah, it's I think it's IPA. just a pale ale well, that's, oh that's true it, it could just be a oh, regular a pale, pale ale it's a pale ale India pale ale well uh, what I really like about this is that they have a little map too what I can only assume is the brewery In oh case. yeah sure hopefully uh, off interstate is that interstate 8 Yep, on the south right. on the south side of Interstate Eight in Alpine, California. Yep, which I guess is maybe that a is CA, of, isn't it? Yeah, maybe a subset. One sip and you'll know it's a special occasion. Intense hop bitterness, fresh pine aroma, and dry hopping define this world class pale ale. Five point two five. You already mentioned that, didn't you? Oh, the, the ABV. Five point three. Yeah. We rounded up. We, we don't. I thought that we discussed. We don't want anybody to, to be feel shortchanged. <laughs> we're we're going to strive for some specificity and some precision. Five point three on the 
Does it really? Oh, they oh, rounded it, it up on the label? Oh, it sure does. Yeah. So where'd you get 2.5 from? I, I got 2.25. I'm sorry, I looked it up online. Oh, come on, man. You can't trust the internet. Cite your source. But also, they probably just did round up. I mean, they probably did. You know, it saves on label printing costs. Yeah, if you can, you're doing one letter instead of Yeah. Take it to Scopes. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Snopes? um... Snopes. Snapes. Snapes. <laughs> Um, well, this week we have a main discussion that has to do a lot with video games. We're going to talk about video game movies, and we'll if I can, we'll see where that takes us, and if I can kind of anticipate where this conversation may or may not be taking us, is that by and large video game movies seem to disappoint. Is that a fair assessment, Nate? Uh, Making a snap assumption, uh, and the reason why we're talking about this is because uh, Assassin's Creed is, is uh, coming up. Um, oh, the release date? I didn't even put that together. <laughs> yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed is coming out soon. Um, is that the name of the movie? Is it just a Assassin's Creed? I would. Or yeah, does it have like well, a. Okay. I, uh, you would imagine that it would have some sort of like tagline. Yeah. Uh, or subtitle? something after the colon. Yeah, Assassin's yeah. Creed colon. The movie. Descriptive <laughs> word, yeah. The movie. Live action. <laughs> so, uh, the, let's, I guess let's start with that. Assassin's Creed. It's It stars uh, Michael Fassbender, yeah, right? Yeah. Who is playing the like female scientist lady? Oh, it's uh, one of our favorite. Uh, I don't... Famke Jensen. No, you're better at <laughs> her name. You're better at her name. Famke, isn't it? Famke? I feel like... It probably is. Okay. I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm not good. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not... Sorry. That's not who it is. That's not who it is. <laughs> uh, Let's just, we just want to get on the record. Yeah. That's not You're better at her name, Marianne Cotillard? Oh, Cotillard. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The French lady. I yeah. forgot about that. So, yeah. they're, so they're, they I were just some heavy in, hitters, man. They were just in um, the new Macbeth remake, which yeah. I really, really wanted to see. It's I know, not a video it's, game movie. No, it's not. <laughs> and it is on Amazon Prime, though. It is. Is it? Yeah. Now? And really? I'm going to shoot up. Which, uh, we'll watch it together. So. Okay. I want to watch really it. Oh, I'll watch it. We should have a little party. But that'll happen externally of this recording yeah um, you guys won't be there. but yeah so the assassin's creed movie starring michael fassbender marion cotillard right um i i think it looks exciting um now no okay. so did you play the games i did yeah did you play the games i did not i didn't either ah so you're gonna have to carry us here yeah i mean based on like the little that you can actually see yeah in the uh uh the trailer it would allude to it being pretty on point with uh, the subject matter, um, but like meaning the, like you think it's gonna follow the like first game yeah, pretty closely, yeah. okay, uh, or just the, the or whole, the whole series, yeah, okay. um, as a whole. Uh, yeah, it looks exciting, um, and even if you aren't familiar with the video game, I'm sure you know you can go see this movie and not yeah. skip a beat. Um, but. It, it, it's sort of, uh, like you said earlier, it's sort of a, an anomaly uh, because generally uh, most video game-based movies are just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Flaming uh, hot dumpster fire garbage. And I think it's just the amount of hours that you can spend, similar to a book, it's it's very hard to adapt. Sure, yeah. That, I mean, that's a fair that. criticism. It's always hard to adopt or to adapt a super long-form story yeah. from one medium to a medium that is inherently shorter form. Yeah. Um, Very difficult. Plus, you lose the primary reason for playing the video game, which is playing, playing video Yeah, game. I mean, it's, it's not... It's, yeah, which it's is in some way influencing 
what happens in the right. story. Right, like, it's in its first form, it's an interactive story. Yeah. And on the silver screen, it's not really. It's more of a passive yeah. uh, interaction. And, right. uh, I think, I think honestly, I think that this is a, this is a good reason why comic book films do so well in movie form. And that's just because... Or have the option of being yeah, so well. because the original format is lends shorter. itself really well to film. Yeah, it does. And you can also take storylines that they used or create new storylines with those same characters. Yeah. Wherein, sure, there are some people that will be upset by it, but by and large, you can get away with doing new things with these same characters, yeah. and people are excited to see those characters do those things. I mean, even when you think about it at like a really basic kind of structure, how the things are made, um, when you talk about comic book movies, um, you know, a lot of directors storyboard their direction. Right, they some some directors actually draw little basically comics that repri- replicate mm-hmm. the idea that they're having for a particular shot yeah. in a particular film, and so translating those panels from comics into shots in a film into cinemagraphic shots, I think maybe comes a little easier yeah. just from a process of or just from a perspective of yeah. process, and you don't really have that that advantage when you're doing a, a video game movie. No, I think part of the the beauty of the shot, quote-unquote, in a video game is that you're in this environment and you control the camera and it's a... Right. You, like, spin it around and you can, like, look into as much detail as you want and you have an ability to go closer and investigate. And in a movie, you don't do that. And there's no real way of really expressing that on film other than just taking the camera from the perspective of the character and then spinning it around. Yeah. And so that you can't do that for an hour and a half. Right. <laughs> so but so Nate, you're excited for this movie. This I am. Assassin's Creed. Uh, like I said, I think it just looks like uh like an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't think that you should go into it trying to compare it to the video games. Like, oh, that's not how they yeah, do it. Yeah, just take it for what it is. Take it siloed away from yeah. everything else. Which I think is uh, kind of how every video game-based movie should uh, be perceived. Because yeah. it's not a video game. Uh, it's just based off of the characters. Right. And, and the based world. on the, and some of the story of those video games. And I think people have a hard time with uh, separating those two. And that may be why notoriously video game movies suck. I, I mean, I'll say also that I, I'm... Help me out here, but I, I don't... I can't think of another film based on a video game that has a, as strong a cast. I mean, those are two extremely well-known, yeah. extremely uh, powerhouse actors. Max Payne. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, Wahlberg and who was Mila the... Kunis. Okay, all right. That's yeah, but fair. even then, like, as much as I love Kunis, she's not... I, I'd love. She's not as she's, she's not, not as classically class. trained. As right. Like yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think. I mean, you have to. You have to go. You have to travel not. pretty far to meet somebody who hates Marion Cartier yeah. Cotillard. Yeah. Or who doesn't appreciate. Angelina uh, Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Is that true? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But no, there's that whole rumor about okay, in, in, in uh, Marion Cartier. Oh, from. Uh, oh, because they were an allied from, together. From allied, yeah. yeah. I saw that movie. An old Mr. Mrs. Smith situation. Yeah, but <laughs> just like we don't need to get we don't need like to dive into that. That's not what this podcast yeah, yeah. is about. Um, 
Yeah, that's after the show. Yeah, so, so excited for a, excited for Assassin's Creed, Nate. Uh, yeah, uh, I definitely am. Uh, mostly because, uh, like I said, I love the cast. Um, yeah, the I star love, power of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's more. Uh, there's other people in that. Um, uh, some even as big names, but they don't have uh, uh, leading parts. But yeah, definitely excited about it. Um, we kind of touched on a little bit of, uh, or, or discussed earlier, some of the uh, other video game movies. Uh, have you guys seen, I think most recently was uh, Warcraft. That came out a couple of months ago. First of all, are you guys even into like the Warcraft no. games? So, okay, let me, if I can, if I may, let me Please. pause you just before we move on to a different movie. Mm. I, just, I was just looking at the writer, because uh, we were talking about star power in this Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed, yeah. And I was looking at, I wonder who wrote it. Um, the writer is Michael Leslie for the screenplay, who also did the adapted screenplay for the Macbeth. Oh! With on in it. Who directed this? Um, let me look. Uh, but that in itself... Now all of a sudden, now I've changed. I've changed my entire. I mean, I haven't. We, none of us, I don't think, have seen Macbeth, um, but I have to imagine, based on critic, rece- critical acclaim and critics' reception, uh-huh. and just even even basing it like on the trailer, um, I I would think that that Macbeth movie is pretty good, and having the same writer from that new fangled Macbeth <laughs> doing Assassin's Creed, that's pretty impressive. Um, I'm just trying to rack my brain for the director of Macbeth. The director is is the same director as as the Assassin's Creed and Macbeth as well. Justin Kurtzel, um, Uh. who's also done, uh, let's see, nothing that I really recognize. (laughs) Um, He wrote The Turning, Snowtown, Blue Tongue. Um, I think this may be his directorial debut. Macbeth. Uh, uh, besides, sorry, I'm, you're right. Um, he directed Macbeth. This would be his second film. Um, second major release film. Although I guess you could call Macbeth a limited release. So like his, his, his filmography in reverse order, including some films that haven't come out. The Siege, Assassin's Creed, Haven, Macbeth, The Turning, Snowtown, and Blue Tongue, which was a short. Yeah. Um, I don't recognize any of those, except for the Assassin's Creed and Macbeth. Um... Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, just to name a couple of other people, Jeremy Irons is in. He's also in this. Is in the Assassin's Creed yeah. movie. Jeremy Irons, Brendan Gleeson. Like oh these are just to name a few. Um, is Brendan Gleeson related to Donald Gleeson? I don't know. Yeah, he is. It's his. It's his son. Oh really? Donald. Yeah. 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 Oh oh yeah yeah. Huh. Right from. Uh, All right. So the more I look at the Assassin's Creed movie, the more I'm intrigued. It seems like they really put a lot of like quality people. There's an emphasis on yeah. There's an emphasis on uh, cinematography as well. Um, I'm not sure who the cinematographer is on this, um, but if it's it's likely going to be if it's the same uh, screenwriter and same director, it's likely going to be the same person from uh, Macbeth. Yeah, it's a good bet. Um, okay, cool. But that Holy so that, that well, there's also Charlotte Rampling. And Michael Ken- Kenneth Williams. Oh wow! From like The Wire. Yeah. Omar. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I gotta say, not having known that, like <laughs> knowing that now, I, I'm now I'm kind of excited. Now I'm kind of interested in seeing it. 
Because, like, as a general rule, when these types of films come out, I don't, I'm not really, even the comic book ones, yeah. I'm not really keen on. But uh, I have to say, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, this sounds, the more and more I'm, I'm seeing it the, about it or hearing about it, the, the more it does seem like something that, I might not go to the theater to watch it. I, I don't yeah. have a, a strong connection to this story, um, but that is wow. definitely something that I will probably So the cinematographer, Adam Arkapaw. Um, Assassin's Creed, The Light Between the Oceans, uh, Macbeth, The Apprentice, which is not the Donald Trump thing, um, True Detective. Oh. He was nice. a cinematographer on True Detective for it looks like five or six episodes, eight episodes. Um, Top of the Lake, which is a oh, Netflix I do like show. Top of the Lake um, yeah. Uh, so again, the more and more I look at it, like that looks. Yeah. Pretty intriguing. So this is coming out December twenty first. Um, we should definitely like catch Macbeth before this. I think so. so that yeah, when I definitely see it. Uh, well, like, got a wet were they just like making this big budget Assassin's Creed film, and then everybody was just like, "Hey, let's do a Macbeth real quick." <laughs> just, like, yeah, I don't know. I that's crazy because it, presumably it's like same era esque. <laughs> As, like, they could probably just like reuse some of. They had them. all the costumes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the cinematographer's filmography is pretty impressive, um, even if you only look back like a few years. Uh, so yeah, again, I'm kind of now I'm super intrigued. Now you're excited. Now I'm excited. Yeah. So we were gonna move on though and talk about some other video games. Warcraft. Uh, just I, I think uh, I, I don't know like. Uh, okay, wait. Quick poll. Did you ever play World of Warcraft? No. No, I did. Okay, okay, moving perfect. Because uh, we'll we'll get back to that. Um, so I think, based. Uh, I mean, I don't have any. I I didn't like jot down all the video game movies that have come out in chronological order. But I think uh, Warcraft is the last one that, or the most recent one that's come out. Uh, uh, as far the as most recent as far as video know. like video game movie. Video game movie, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, because it just came out within the last year, right? Maybe yeah, I think it was, it was like a, summer. It was a yeah. Yeah, it was a summer blockbuster. Okay, that uh, didn't do so much blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, so we already talked about uh, AMSB. You you've played Warcraft. Uh, Chris well, I played no. I played World of Warcraft. Not oh, any, is there a difference? I, well, so the original IP is the Warcraft games, which were like real time strategy games, um, where you like command units and mm-hmm. stuff. But I play. I the only one I the only thing I've ever played Warcraft related was World of Warcraft, and it was. Uh, okay, time. and you're just like your one character. Yeah, and it's you know it's more, it's still in that universe, but it's more separated because you know you're creating your own character and stuff. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I had I actually had no idea that that was there was a difference. So <laughs> yeah, like, like Warcraft was one of yeah, and then Warcraft three that there were, the Warcraft games were like one of the early like, uh, crazy kind of cult following mm-hmm. PC games. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I think why World of Warcraft, when it initially launched, was so popular. Right. Was because kind of like what they've done with Elder Scrolls, you know, they've made an MMO RPG version of Elder Scrolls, but the original games were like RPGs, single player RPGs. Right. Um, Street Fighter, that was always a classic. What's Jean Claude? Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. He played Guile. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I remember about that. I don't remember who played him, Bison or. Uh, it was the guy who uh, plays the, uh, uh, the dad in the Adams family. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Really? But uh, uh, 
one of my favorites, uh, and it, it kind of cheats because it's an animated uh, movie. Excuse me, based off of uh, Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy Seven specifically, uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children um, mm. didn't do so well critically, but uh, I loved it. Uh, I thought cinematically it was it was beautiful, and mm. uh, for some reason, it, and it started with. Um, I think we touched about it, touched on it last week, um, but it started with uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, which it doesn't have anything to do with the Final Fantasy video game realm. Um, it may be the same people that made it, mm. uh, made all these movies. I don't know for sure, um, but it started there, and since then they've just progressively gotten better with these graphics. Um, yeah, Chris, I re- I can remember when Advent Children came out, and. I think like we talked about last week, like I'm, yeah. I'm very limited in my experience with Final Fantasy, Final but Fantasy, yeah. when I remember when Advent Children came out and seeing previews for it and just thinking that it was like the most gorgeous like uh, CGI stuff I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, some of the most true to life. Yeah. Uh, but you never actually saw it though, right? No, I never saw the film. No, okay. uh, it has a on IMDb. It has a seven point four out of ten, good. which is I think. I mean, I don't know. Did was did you was it good? Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it, it's kind of a biased opinion because these are characters, uh, mm. like we talked about earlier, these are characters that I already know their story and, and their background. And Are these characters that are from Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it, yeah, it's all the same characters from Final Fantasy VII. It's kind of a an offshoot of that uh, main story. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy Advent Children... Uh, Chris, did you get a chance to see Advent Children? Uh, I know you're I, kind of a Final Fantasy. What we touched on again last week. Yeah, <laughs> we keep I, throwing back to last week, but I have not seen any of the Final Fantasy movies. But you're kind of a Final Fantasy fan. I am. I am definitely a, a Final Fantasy fan. I, but I, I tend to invest more in the games. Also, uh, I'm not as big of a Final Fantasy VII fan, which I know is maybe like her- hearsay. I thought that that was the one that you said. Which one is the one that you said you loved so much? Final Fantasy X. X is the Bible for him. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Uh, Seven. uh, Seven is for me. Because I always hear that. I would probably say that that 80%. I'd probably say that 80% of Final Fantasy fans, their favorite one is either seven or eight. That makes sense. That's all the stuff that I hear is the seven is like was the best. Yeah. They're gonna do a re- to a lesser extent. They're gonna do a re-release, I think, of seven in yeah. parts. They're gonna do like a part one, part two, or part. Oh, three I didn't know about the parts, but yeah, they yeah. are. They're doing like a re-release, a remaster. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy seven, Final Fantasy eight, I think three, and then Final Fantasy Tactics. Like those are the big ones. Okay. Um, but Final Fantasy Advent Children seven Advent Children. That is, in your mind, one of the better video game movies? Yeah, I would say that one's acceptable. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I already know... Like, it's hard to say because I, I already <coughs> know uh, the characters and uh, the the world and the story. So it would be interesting for, like, you, AMSB, uh, for you to watch it with yeah. no context or no knowledge of these characters. Yeah, I, I literally don't think I've ever picked up a controller to play a Final Fantasy game, so mm-hmm. it would be interesting. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Final Fantasy, uh, Chris, you and I are roommates, um, yeah. and, and our, our apartment has just been flooded with uh, fishing and, and all of the kinds of Final <laughs> Fantasy fifteen uh, goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it right now. I know I talked uh, last week about being excited for it. It was one of my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I had told myself that I wasn't going to buy it, not at least yet, because it is a v- huge time suck for me. Yeah. Um, it's a huge distraction for me uh, because I just get 
so obsessed and then intense with it. Yeah, you were saying it was like a hundred hours or something. Yeah, I think I don't know one hundred percent if that's uh, that's how long it's gonna take. In generally, RPGs, yeah, uh, RPGs usually do take a long time. A hundred hours is a is a lot, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was maybe some some of the rumor mill that was going around with it was that. Yeah, okay. You know, it's supposed to be 100 hours, and it just seemed like... And that was before it was released and anybody had played it. So, whether or not that's how long it's going to take me to, to beat it, I don't know. But I am thoroughly enjoying it. I'm not super far. I've spent maybe 10 hours playing it, and I've kind of just taken my sweet time with it. I spent a lot of time doing some of the side quests, but it seems very exciting now, and I don't want to get into too many details about the minutia of the game... <laughs> but the battle system I'm, I'm finding very enjoyable. The open world environment, it just seems like a Final Fantasy game smashed together with like a Skyrim. Mm. And it's very appealing to me. I know the last Final Fantasy that I had played was 13. And I didn't, I didn't super enjoy it because it was the most of the Final Fantasies. You know, they usually start out kind of on rails. Yeah. Um, and then it opens up into like a crazy awesome open world experience and Final Fantasy 13 just spent too many too much time on those rails and yeah. it just felt so condensed and there the issue with it was that the characters were all split up so it would spend time bouncing between the characters there'd be six total characters in your party but they would all be off separated into pairs of like two and three yeah so you would just bounce around instead of just having everybody together. This one, the party consists of four, and it will always consist of four, as far as I know. Maybe the story changes it and somebody's uh-huh. gone or something. But it will always consist of four, and you don't switch between them. You don't sit there and, and control all the characters like you do in the other versions. They, in some versions, have changed that they played with that aspect of it. But typically, you've had your set of characters that fight in Final Fantasy, and then you switch them out right. when you want to change it up. This one is you don't control those characters at all, really. They just go do their own thing, and they're mm. always fighting with you. Uh, yeah, every character has their own like specialty. Yeah, like, You always gotta have like a healer or like a mage or something. Yeah, and there isn't a healer in this. It's really just you. It's, I, I have not gotten to any healing magic myself yet. Um... <laughs> It is very strange. I think some people have complained about some of the key Final Fantasy aspects that are kind of maybe tweaked too much for their liking. Um, I think, this is going to sound incredibly nerdy, but the magic (laughs) in the game just feels like kind of shoddily done to some people. Um, There are some previous Final Fantasy games where magic was like a whole huge substance of it, and it has been for a long time. Right. And that seems like it's maybe missing in here. But they've also added some new kind of cool tweaks to it. Have you ever seen the thing where Conan O'Brien plays video games? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have. Yeah. He did Final Fantasy fifteen on the most recent one. Mm-hmm. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but kind of steering it back to the, to the video game movies, um, I, I guess we're kind of all, even though I haven't seen it, and I don't think maybe you saw it, Chris, but... Mm-hmm. We kind of count Final Fantasy VII Advent Children as one of the better video game movies, right? I mean, yeah. I I'm, I cannot think of 
I am struggling to think of one that I enjoy. Yeah. And it's not because... And it isn't necessarily because I I have strong feelings towards the game and I don't enjoy it. I think the only one in that situation is Max Payne. Mm, yeah. Um, where I just cared too much about the actual original game. Right. And it's, it's weird, like, detached movie feel. It didn't work. It for didn't you. work for me yeah. at all. Um, well, I mean, so I can't think of a one that was good. What, for me. So, what are some other ones that have come out, like probably in the last decade? There were Tomb Raider. Um, so the Tomb Raiders that had, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I wanted to talk about the new one, but the the one that's in pre production. But mm. the 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 old ones starred Angelina Jolie, mm. who when you first kind of think of if you think about Tomb Raider before these reboots of the last two or three years. Yeah, yeah. the OG. Uh, yeah, Tomb if you Raiders. think about the OG Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie kind of feels like an appropriate choice. Oh, absolutely. I thought like, she was perfect. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great casting yeah. decision. I've never seen any of the movies. From what I understand, they were pretty abysmal. <laughs> and they were not executed well. Have you seen them? I thought the first one was great. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, there wasn't a lot of Tomb Raiding, uh, <laughs> like the game. but Because uh, I grew up with the Tomb Raider games. Um, mm-hmm. would just play those back to back to back. Uh, and they're more than you can probably imagine. Um, and I thought the first one was great. Uh, after okay. that, they started dropping off. Right. Um, and there were how many? There were two or three. I feel like there were three. I think there were three. I can't say for sure. But um, yeah, they, they really started dropping off. Uh, I didn't know there was another one in, in pre-production. Yeah, so there is one in pre-production. It's scheduled to be released in 2018. Joe Lee as well? Um, no. And this is, to uh, me, one of the most interesting aspects. parts about it. Um, the casting call they made for Lara Croft in these new reboots is Alicia Vikander. Oh. Who play? Who was in uh, Ex Machina, yeah. and uh, was in the Danish Girl, um, and apparently the new Jason Bourne movie, which I haven't so, seen yet. But um, great actress, I think. I loved her in Ex Machina. I think she did an outstanding job with that role, and I think she's a really good choice for a new Tomb Raider, particularly if they take it in the direction that they've taken the game reboot. That's what I was going to ask. Which so- is more of a like kind of gritty it well so the the first reboot game which was just called tomb raider is a, a lara croft origin story and it's basically like kind yeah. of how she got into doing the tomb raiding yeah um and if they take it that direction i think she's a perfect choice yeah uh yeah because she's younger looking yes um, she's she's pretty young and and again in those reboot games Lara's very young. And, and they were so much better than the original. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because I love the originals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never played the originals. I, I missed... Uh, my PC gaming uh, focus was elsewhere. But... Um, and I think they were probably targeted to a little bit of an older audience than I was maybe. at the time I, that they were out. I had only ever played a demo for it. And I think maybe it was Tomb Raider 2. Uh-huh. But it's the one where you, like... The demo is you start out in, like, a little cave area near a house, and mm-hmm. there's, like, tigers there. <laughs> there's, like, two tigers, and yeah. you, like, fight the two tigers, and then you go to her house, and her butler's, like, in there, and you can <laughs> trap her butler in, like, the... Yeah, and you can shoot him in the stuff. freezer, yeah. and, yeah, and you can do terrible stuff yeah. to him. Yeah. I mean, the the, the new Tomb Raiders, um, the reboot, the first one was one of the best games that I've played in recent memory. I absolutely loved it, and I'm right in the middle of playing through... I, I, I come to these things pretty late, but I'm right in the middle of playing through Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, and there was also... I saw on Reddit, just as a small aside, I saw on Reddit some guy uh, was on a subway. It was on, like, a, a tube, 
and was looking over some guy's shoulder and he had a he had his laptop out and was looking at like a PowerPoint presentation and it had the branding for Tomb Raider and it said Shadow of the Tomb Raider and it like looked like some sort of marketing presentation for the next <laughs> Tomb Raider game. Um, so maybe oh, it's yeah. I'm gonna call it right now prediction. Yeah, I love <laughs> the that. next game is called Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I love that. But um, like I said, I'm I'm right in the middle of playing Rise of the Tomb Raider and. I don't know, dude. I would be super... I would be really, really excited. I, I already am really, really excited for the new film that's going to come out in 2018. Um, just looking at some of the other... I, I don't think... I think that um, that's the only major casting that's been right. made. Yeah. Um, is Alicia Vikander for, for Lara. Well, it's just an interesting... I think... When I think about video game movies... is. Now, at least. I think when I was younger, I was really excited. I think Max Payne burned me. Yeah. Um, now, I don't... It's not like I don't want my favorite games to be adapted into a film. I just don't think of them that way. I don't, I don't like, play you them and then think I'm think like, of I them want... as their sort of own medium yeah, and you want to keep them there. I have no desire to go see Grand Theft Auto the movie. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead Redemption the movie. Yeah. Although Red Dead Redemption would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Pac-Man the movie. I don't need to see that. Yeah, <laughs> but I and so it, yeah, I'm not playing like Final Fantasy 15, being like, oh man, I would like I to wish see this was a movie. Yeah, I, I, I don't want my connection to Final Fantasy 10 is squarely housed in playing Final Fantasy 10. Yeah. I don't need to see a movie about these characters. Did any of you guys see uh, Wreck It Ralph? Mm-hmm. Yes. Was it good? It's the best video game movie that I've ever seen. I was going to say, we should yeah. probably include that in this guy. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things, and I wonder if that's maybe the best I, video game. I, I don't maybe love it as much as like its critical reception got, but I think in regards to video games, it's maybe it's maybe the best <laughs> to accurate to like live in that world, and that's yeah. and that's what it does. Is I think video game films try to live outside of the video games where they came from. Yeah, and Wreck It Ralph is all about. Living in Being that in world, that world. Yeah. I I do think that the best video game that was ever made is probably King of Kong, but that's a side. I mean, that's just a documentary. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, about like uh, about Donkey Kong, about a Donkey yeah, Kong. And it's not even about uh, it's not it, even about Donkey Kong. It's about the guy, the guy who won the yeah, tournament. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just it's just you could have replaced any arcade game and put it in there, right, and it yeah. would have been just as good. Um. So it's. I think that video games are just, they're so separate that, like, either, it's just really hard to adopt adapt them into a standalone film, and it's not, and I understand your the point that you made earlier where, you know, people have to, like, separate the video game stories from the films that they're based on. But the films, when they make them, are so aware of the video game that inspired it mm-hmm. that I think that they themselves can't get out of the shadow of of the video game yeah well to 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 get people I, I think to get people to see it uh, their demographic is obviously going to be the people who loved video games the, yeah. the people who loved Assassin's Creed they're aiming at those people to go see it and I, don't really, know, it, I don't know this I have I do have one little quick aside a uh, little quick story my dad went to visit some friends in uh, Florida over Halloween. Mm-hmm. And my dad has never played Assassin's Creed, does not know what Assassin's Creed was. 
Went to the costume store to get a Game of Thrones costume. <laughs> um, couldn't find one that he liked. So he got Assassin's Creed and dressed up as the guy from Assassin's Creed. And then convinced three of his 50-year-old friends, or like two of his 50-plus-year-old 50 50 friends, to dress up as the other characters from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and they went to Halloween as these Assassin's Creed characters. That they knew detailed costumes. They have no idea who any of these characters that. are. I love that. Yeah. So maybe this, I mean, maybe Assassin's Creed is the one that can really like hook people that don't. <laughs> that don't know anything about the game. Like, don't I mean, I think it really game. feels like that's what they're pushing for. I mean, with yeah. with the star power that they have, and yeah. and they're obviously selecting quality writers and quality like cast and crew. I think they're really trying to make it kind of a mainstream push yeah. for a for a video game film. Well, good for them, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm Again, for like, I'm, I'm way, after th- talking about this, I'm, like, way more interested in it. Yeah. Of course. I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to move on, but. Uh, I mean, you can't go, uh, just to, to finish up, you can't go, like, too far on the internet without running into a picture of actor X and people gushing about how they should play Joel from The Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This should be Joel from The Last of Us. I, I loved The Last of Us. Uh, Amos B, you haven't played it yet. Chris, uh, you loved it like I did. Uh, and I don't know how you couldn't. Um, it's easily yeah. one of the better games of the last five, five six years. Five, years or more, yeah. Um, Since Mass Effect, I think that there yeah. hasn't been a game that, for me at least, yeah. the story has been in, as engrossing as Last of Us. And I think yeah. that it was even better than Mass Effect. And I love Mass Effect. Yeah. So, all right, let's do let's do this. So, what would you think if they try? I know that Last of Us Two was just announced and it'll yeah. be coming out. I think later this year or maybe in twenty eighteen. Yeah, um, they said 2018, 2019. Oh, oh really? really? Okay, wow. Four, quarter four, quarter one. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so that's a ways out. Yeah. So, but let's pretend for a second that The Last of Us Two didn't get announced. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you think if they announced a Last of Us film that was coming out in like next winter? See, that's what I was going to say. I don't really know, because... I wouldn't think it was necessary. Yeah, it's certainly not necessary. That's already a cinematic experience, as it yeah, is. Yeah, it, it really uh, is. You get attached to those characters, and you, without giving any away for you, you get misty-eyed at the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you definitely... It's also not a topic that... I mean, there's so many... There, it, zombies is basically what... Is happening in the last race, mm-hmm. and, and that's been done to death. It has been done to death. It doesn't. If you're so gonna to pick a movie, if you're gonna pick a movie, to, I'm sorry. If you're gonna pick a video game to make a movie out of it, pick something that isn't a first-person shooter, or Doom. Uh, yeah, like Doom. Yeah, or like the crazy, like the MMORPGs, the zombie like Resident Evils yeah they already have a video game zombie film choose something like Portal yeah like choose something like even Bioshock see uh, the problem so put something in Bioshock Infinite go ahead but I was gonna say see the problem with like a Portal or something is because while that has a story um and keep in mind I've never played Portal yeah (laughs) I'm just going based solely on that's criminal man yeah uh (laughs) it doesn't while it has a story it's more so uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it's more so, uh, like, puzzle-based. Yeah, right? it is. Mm-hmm. So how would you... Uh, that's the problem. Is like, how would you do yeah. a movie? There would be a lot of extra puzzle. work in determining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of the allure of those games is that you do not know the story. Yeah. Um, the the extensive backstory. Yeah, like, you, you don't know the extensive backstory of the characters that you're playing or that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So if you had to, if you had to pick an, an intellectual mm-hmm. property that you want, a, a video game IP... 
that you would want a film for, yes, what would you pick? Yes. I don't know. I mean, like that has to be. I have to like think about that. Yeah. I can't. All right. Well, you think while Nate tells us on his. Uh, <laughs> so, it, without a doubt, Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Um, except, I would not do it live action because I don't think that you can do that live action. Uh, it has to be like Advent Children, like uh, uh, Spirits Within. I mean, I know Spirits Within is not based off of a video game, but like Advent Children. Um, you have to base it. It has to be computer animated, right? Um, and if you could do Metal Gear Solid with David Hayter voicing, uh, I don't know if you know Metal Gear Solid, I don't. but with David Hayter voicing, uh, and still you can still direct it. I know that Hideo Kojima and, and Konami yeah. uh, have sort of a, 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 a you falling know, out. yeah, falling out, uh, <coughs> sort of a um, a deep pass. If you can get him directing, with David Hayter doing the voice, and uh, Quentin Flynn uh, making making an appearance as Raiden, if you can do that, I would just be in love. Because that, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see it live action, because there's nobody that can do it. Yeah. Uh, and it would just ruin it for me. Yeah. But if you can do it animated, all for it. Do it. Do it. So mine would be, and we've never, I don't think... I, I'm not even sure, Chris, I've talked to you about this game, but uh-huh. my mine would be Half-Life. Oh. I was just thinking about that in the portal. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would love... I've, I mean, I used to think about this when I was really into Half-Life when I was younger. I used to think about this all the time. I, I think I had, like, dreams about it. Like, who would play Gordon Freeman? <laughs> like, and, and just that casting decision would be so important. Yeah, yeah. You know, these were the thoughts I'd have. But I think... I mean, Half-Life is such a great, widely known IP. I mean, if they made a movie, they would make a killing financially. And I think if it were done right, which again, you know, that's obviously a a stretch and and a big if. But if you could do a Half-Life movie correctly, I think that would be really good. Because it kind of, it also, it really blends a lot of genres. It's kind of like almost horror, sci-fi, like character story it's our character narrative yeah, yeah. you know like half-life would be would be awesome let's get number three first yeah <laughs> if you had to choose if you had to choose uh half-life, half-life three the movie, movie or, half-life or number three <laughs> wait <laughs> like half-life three the movie or no no, no half-life, that half-life three comes half-life out. Okay. the movie yeah 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 or Half-Life, Half-Life 3. the movie or a Half-Life 3 game. I think everybody yeah. would choose Half-Life 3. I think Life everybody 3. would choose Half-Life 3. I think you'd be a heretic to, <laughs> yeah. to say otherwise. Uh, I right. I'll, go with the, I'll go with the movie then. I'll be the guy on... Just on to be contrarian. Now. Yeah. Um, for me, I would choose... It took me a second, but I realized it as soon as Nate started talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psychonauts. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. without a doubt, I think, to see yeah. Psychonauts be turned into... A television show or a movie with just some kids, psychic kids, yeah. but like funny, not like freaking Stranger Things. Well, I'm sorry, it made it sound like I didn't like Stranger Things. I did like Stranger Th- Stranger Things, but like I don't want a kid psychic not that's that like yeah. Drew Barrymore and Firestarter or like <laughs> yeah. like I want like a fun psychic kid yeah. that can go into people's brains, yeah, and just each brain. Like, it could be, like, a 30-minute show. Like a TV, like a... Yeah, like a 30-minute, like, yeah. Netflix show yeah, yeah. where it, it, he just goes into... Raz goes into 
different people's brains. <laughs> and it's like the uh, black velvet... <laughs> My favorite one is the black velvet... Um, not luchador. What are they... Like the uh, bullfighters, matador. Yeah. The black, the black velvet matador guy, where mm-hmm. the whole world is just him. Yeah. A bull rant man paging around the city, and it's all black velvet, like apartments, and like <laughs> everything is just this like amazingly beautiful Spanish, like. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> Are the conspiracy milkman? It's so. So psychonauts, I think. Psychonauts for, for cool. sure. It would be the one that. That I would just love yeah. to see because it is it's different. So, rounding out our movie, video game movie discussion, yeah. we have to talk Please. about the best worst video game movie, which is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I like Mortal Kombat. I was going to go Mario Brothers. All right. Yeah. That, that has to be with Mortal the tiny Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat takes the cake, me, don't you? I for mean, me, like, at least. For me. Yeah, it is very just, subjective, but for me, Mortal Kombat. I don't know. I mean, the, I think part of the thing about Mortal Kombat, like, for me, it was when I was a kid... Mortal Kombat was so cool, and I was so excited that there was a movie of it. That I and and at that age in particular, like I was just so blind to how bad it was. Yeah, like <laughs> so I actually because when you're a kid, all you care about is like seeing the characters that you think are awesome be awesome. in a movie. Yeah, be awesome. But then, like, if you try to watch that movie now, it's like. So cringe. Like, there's no way you can get through it. No, I... And I haven't seen it since I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. So, I thought that movie was terrible. When you were a kid? When I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, And here's why. Because I it came out when I was, like, 11. (laughs) And for whatever reason... I had seen, like, Predator. My dad let me watch Predator when I was, like, three years old. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But... I was like, Mom, I want to watch Mortal Kombat, the PG-13 video game ad- adaptation. And she said, no. <laughs> it's too violent for you. All right. It's PG-13. You can't watch this. I was like, but I can watch it with you. Uh, and so, for two years, I tried, every time we'd go into Blockbuster, to let her, to, to make get her, her get to me, let you, yeah. uh, rent it. rent Mortal Kombat. And she never would. She held ground. And so I was like, well, when I turn 13, on my birthday, I'm going to watch Mortal Kombat. (laughs) And so she rented me Mortal Kombat when I was 13. And you cannot put two years of anticipation on a movie. No. Even as 13. Here's the other... Here's the other thing. I never played Mortal Kombat. (laughs) See? Okay. I never played Mortal Kombat. I just wanted to watch the movie so bad. All right. So, uh, your opinion on it is just solid already, because first of all, you've got this anticipation for a movie that admittedly is garbage. (laughs) Second of all, uh, you never even played it. (laughs) So you never, like, you know, you don't know these these characters. That's why Mario... (laughs) I'm trying to convince you. I'm trying to, like... You're trying to pitch I'm trying to Mario Brothers yeah. as the I'm, worst. I'm no, because I also am not a Mario fan at yeah. all. I mean, I think... I, all the more reason. That, your case, Chris, just strikes me as a, a classic case of over-anticipation. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that what you yeah. just described has happened to me with a film within the last two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just got so psyched about it, and you wanted to see it so bad, yeah. and you'd heard so much about it, and you were so excited, and then it could have... 
There was nothing, there was no way that movie was not going to be a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad for it, but I but I do think, I did grow to, like, love it. I, I told myself as a kid, I was like, I love that. <laughs> like, I knew at the time, I was like, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that song is just so good. <laughs> it is good. That, that Mortal Kombat song is It gets you hyped, dude. It does. Wait, wait, hang on a second. Because you guys, were, we were trying to convince each other what the worst video game I don't is. think anybody was no, trying no, no, to convince no, no. We I, I said at the outset of this little segment Mortal Kombat is the worst video game yeah and then I was and then you agreed and I was like no it's Super Mario Brothers that's why I'm trying to convince you that Super oh, Mario oh yeah Brothers. no I think that we're stuck with Mortal Kombat we're not <laughs> this isn't like a debate we're not open we're not open to being <laughs> <Yeah>. convinced <laughs> no mm. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were going in there like trying to convince us. Of I, I, yeah, I literally said, I'm trying to convince you that Super Mario Brothers... <laughs> well, yeah. it fell on deaf ears, man. Well, like, hit us with why. <laughs> hit us with why, though. I, I already explained it. Like uh, The fact that you knew the characters and you held them in such a high esteem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we don't want to... like. <laughs> we don't need to we don't beat it. that dead horse. <laughs> Let's just be done with it. Oh, man. It shows poorly. And well, we as, have to live with that. as we bring our discussion of terrible terrible video game movies with a little bit of hope for maybe the future Tomb Raider release to a close (laughs) Um, we each want to tell you what we're working on for writerdie.net this week Chris what are you working on Uh, I am going to be sharing a review for an album that I just received in my vinyl subscription box Um, so listeners can expect a review of the new debut album from the LA band Roses titled Camera Trouble. It was released just in October. And I'm excited to dig into there and uh, share what I think of this album. Right on. Whether or not you should buy, listen, skip, check out some tracks. So Cool. What do you got going on, Nate? What are you working on? Uh, I'm working on a few things um, that I don't want to spoil. <laughs> so you'll just have to check out uh, Austinomics. Oh, you're not going to tease us with anything? No, nothing. Oh, wow. It's it's, it's a blank slate. <laughs> I'm, I'm still a little sullied by the, the Mario Brothers. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I'll, right, I'll leave You're it. playing like like cards slate. close to the best. I got it. That's it's worth checking out. Okay, cool. If you're in the Austin area, uh, or if you're even not, like, you're just, you're just curious. Yeah, Chris, you're checking out. Chris is at writerdie.net slash vinylfluid. Nate, you're at writerdie.net slash austinomics. Me, AMSB, I'm at Rider Diet slash Multimeter, and uh, this afternoon, with the sad news of the passing of the 95-year-old Mercury 7 astronaut John Glenn, I wrote a small little eulogy for the man and his role in my life uh, over at the Multimeter. So that's what I did this week. Um, and we'd love to hear what you think about the show and what we got right, what we got wrong, any other feedback, your ideas for maybe what the worst video game movie is, if we miss something, you can send all that stuff to writerdieblog at gmail.com and uh, make sure you visit us over at writerdie.net. We have another show that arrives in the same feed as this one called Top of the Moment, where we talk about what's tickling our fancy in film, music, games, and other multimedia. And so until next time, I'll feed us in. See ya. Yeah.